Game week three is over. It's time to have a look at my first transfer plans for FPL game week four. What is up everyone, FPL Harry here and today it is time to have a look ahead to game week four. Game week three has just finished. We're gonna have a look with my two free transfers and 1.4 million in the bank, what I plan on doing going into next game week. Before we dive in, 1,000 likes on the video, subscribe if you are new around here. But my game week four team before I make any transfers is looking like it does on screen. Jordan Pickford still keeps his place in goal despite looking really poor and me picking a goalkeeper from a team that looks like they're going to end up in the relegation zone at the end of the season. Into defence, it is Ben Chilwell and Estupanan and I've made the switch of Udogi in for Saliba. Unfortunately, I did bench Udogi in game week three. I did start Saliba. We all know how that went. Let me know if you managed to get Udogi into your starting 11, whether it was an auto sub for someone like a Kanji or did you just start him? Congratulations on the 12 points. In midfield, at the moment, we have four midfielders actually playing against each other. So Manchester United and Arsenal, of course, play against each other. So I have Saka, Martinelli, Rashford and Bruno Fernandes playing against each other and Brian and Buemo. And Buemo blanked in game week three, but of course has Bournemouth at home in game week four. And then up front, it is Erling Haaland still, and it is Nicholas Jackson, who was a late addition to my team in place of Ollie Watkins, close to the game week three deadline. On my bench, we do have Archer, who's actually going to be moving to Sheffield United. At time recording, he hasn't been moved actually in FPL, but his official transfer has been confirmed. What I am looking at doing with this team, though, I am really focusing on my midfield. Elsewhere in my team, I'm not really sure there's that many transfers that I need to make. Defensively, I'm quite happy with the players that I've got. Pickford's not one I'm massively happy with, but is it really worth the transfer yet? There are a few goalkeepers that we will talk about in this video, but this is the week of the midfielders. This is the week that we'll be looking at potentially selling some of those midfielders who haven't been great up until game week three, where actually a lot of them returned apart from Martinelli and then Rashford getting assists, not getting a goal. So really are focusing on midfielders in this video. So the two midfielders who are really on the chopping block for me are Martinelli and Marcus Rashford. Bakayo Saka is on penalties. He's okay. His underlying data is better than Martinelli. Martinelli is a little bit more of a minutes risk now that we are seeing Gabriel Jesus return to the Arsenal lineup. We also, of course, have Bruno Fernandes, whose underlying data has been really good. He scored a penalty and got an assist and is so involved in what Manchester United do. So I prefer both of those to Martinelli and Marcus Rashford, respectively. And the final one, of course, is Brian Embuemo, and he is not going anywhere. Martinelli versus Rashford is quite close. Marcus Rashford hasn't scored yet. He has now been moved out to the left-hand side, where actually I think he's more effective. The fixtures for Manchester United are slightly better with three greens compared to the two greens in the next four when you look at Martinelli versus Marcus Rashford. Plus, with Martinelli, there is the return of Gabriel Jesus. Now, you're probably thinking, Harry, they don't play in the same position. It doesn't necessarily directly impact his minutes. And no, it doesn't directly impact his minutes. But what that means is Nketiah and Trossard are both now unlikely to start, whereas one of them was always starting. That means when Trossard comes off the bench, he's very much likely to come on to the pitch in place of Martinelli with Nketiah coming on in Gabriel Jesus's place. Whereas when they was one of them starting, Trossard sometimes came on up front, which gave Martinelli the possibility of playing 90 minutes. Whereas when they're both and all of them are back fit, it looks like Martinelli is only going to be playing 70 minutes every game, which is okay 
especially with Jesus back in the team, he's actually a little bit of a better asset. They link quite well, but he hasn't performed that well so far this season, and he is a bit of a risk going forward as well. Trossard might even get some starts when Champions League starts. Now, worth noting, I'll mention this throughout the video, Champions League does start after game week five for a lot of these clubs, so there will be added rotation. I do think Martinelli is one of those that could be impacted as well. So Martinelli is probably the one I'm gonna sell first. Marcus Rashford is also on the chopping block. I could end up selling both. So in terms of those midfield transfer targets, for me, there are really four that I'm considering bringing into my team going into game week four. The first up is James Madison of Spurs. Again, he scored in game week three. The open play goal threat isn't that much, but he does get the occasional chance. And there is a bit of a possibility that they do drop with Charleston, which I actually think will be good for him. And maybe Son plays up there. They play Perisic on the wing. There are a few things that could happen. I do like Madison. He's so involved on a lot of set pieces. The goal threat is something that does put me off a little bit, but he did score in game week three, proving that he does have a little bit of it. Now, looking at the fixtures they have, there are two reds in there, Arsenal away, Liverpool at home in game week six and seven. But after that, the fixture run does look really nice for Spurs. It's also worth bearing in mind that there is no Europe for Madison and for Spurs at all, which means when the potential rotation starts with some of the assets like your Manchester City, your Arsenal, your Manchester United assets, there's not going to be such effect on Madison and some of those Spurs players. So I like that and making him a more of a long-term pick in my team. Next up is a man who was very popular, didn't start in game week three, and then came off the bench and got an assist, and that is Phil Foden. The Manchester City fixtures still look really nice, and I do expect him to come back into the lineup going into game week four. As I said, the fixtures are there, it's just the minutes, and with Champions League starting, is that too much of a risk for, to put me off Phil Foden, and could I look at one of the others in here? who don't have any Europe to contend with. The third one is probably the man of the moment that a lot of you are thinking about, and that is Raheem Sterling. As a Chelsea fan, I brought in Jackson last week. I do think we look a little bit better going forward, but do I think that doubling up on the Chelsea attack and tripling up on Chelsea, because of course I have Chilwell as well, is a little bit too much. If you don't have Jackson, I really like Sterling as a pick, likely to have risen in price, if not by the time that this video is put out, up to 7.1 million. As I said, the fixtures are there. They continue all the way to about game week seven or eight as well. He looks really involved. He might even be on penalties as well. I don't expect Enzo Fernandez to lose penalties after missing just one, but we know Sterling has taken them in the past and he could get them back as well. So I do like Sterling. The little bit of doubt in my mind personally is if I want to double up, given I already have Jackson in my team. And the final one is Eze, and you probably think that's a bit of an imposter having him on there, but I really like the fixtures. He's still focal to everything Crystal Palace do. I've had my eye on him since preseason. Palace have been okay, not that great to start the season, but it would free up a lot of money. He's by far the cheapest, and he's likely to be down to 6.3 million by the time the game week four deadline comes, which would mean he's a lot cheaper than a lot of the others on the list, which would allow me to do something else when around my team. Now, probably I'm not gonna end up with Eze. It is Sterling and it is James Madison, the two that I'm really toying with. Probably at the moment, I think Madison is number one and Sterling number two because I own Jackson. But if I decide to sell Martinelli and I decide to sell Marcus Rashford, Madison and Sterling are the two that I'll likely bring in. Now, I could make the double switch in midfield and bring in both of those, Madison and Raheem Sterling, or I could bring in one of them and actually decide to make a forward transfer as well. Now you're probably thinking, well, Harry, you've already just brought in Jackson. What forward transfer would you want? Well, I could downgrade them and actually upgrade Archer with the money I've got in the bank, 1.4 million, plus the money I'd free up because all of those midfielders I want to buy are cheaper than Martinelli and cheaper than Marcus Rashford as well and bring in one of the other forwards that we've got on here. 
Visa is probably the one I look at most. They play Bournemouth at home this week. They do have Newcastle away in game week five, but I would be giving myself a front eight of players that I can pick from, so I could happily bench him going into game week five when he has that difficult fixture. Next up is Alvarez. He did blank in game week three for Manchester City, but he did start again without Kevin De Bruyne in there. There is just that little bit of extra solidity in his minutes, but we do know, as we saw with Phil Foden, that the rotation is there, and it's only going to get worse when the Champions League does come around. He has been heavily involved, though, when he is on the pitch. And the final one is a player that continues to score goals that no one's really talking about, and that is Awanyi and Nottingham Forest. Now, the fixtures are not great. Chelsea away, Manchester City in there in the next three fixtures. They do have Burnley away, but he seems to be continuing to score no matter who he plays against. This feels like a real punt and one that I'm not going to take based on the fixtures when you look at him and compare him to the likes of Visa, but he keeps scoring goals and maybe we just need to consider bringing him into our teams. So I do think I'm going to make two transfers this week. One of them will definitely be in midfield. The other one could be up front. The other one could actually be in goal. I'm so disappointed with Everton and Jordan Pickford so far this season. Sheffield United away in game week four is okay. Arsenal at home in game week five. But I actually don't have to play him because I can play Turner of Nottingham Forest who does have Burnley. Then it's Brentford and then it is Luton. The fixtures are still there. The fixtures are still good. But they just keep conceding goals, which even if they have good fixtures is a bit of a concern. There are three keepers I still look at that I want to bring in. I think they were the same in the video that I put out last week. Edison, Manchester City did concede late to Sheffield United, but they still look great defensively. I still find it very difficult to know which of their defenders I want to bring in. There is rotation there. Walker was the one who gave away the sort of goal. Then we have a Kanji missing out. There is a lot of rotation. And plus, Stones is coming back soon as well, which will add another headache in there. The next one is Flecken. He's probably my number one at the moment. They do look really good defensively, Brentford. They have a decent fixture this week at home to Bournemouth. I could also bench him in game week five and play Turner, who is my backup there as well. And finally, we have Sanchez of Chelsea. Chelsea, of course, are on their nice fixture run at the moment. We've seen it. A lot of people buying in the likes of Jackson, going on Sterling this week. Gustav, you have him, Chilwell. And Sanchez could be a nice way to just sort of bolster in goal. Chelsea did look pretty good defensively at home to Luton in game week three, but that was Luton and you would expect a clean sheet for most teams against them looking at how they performed so far this season. It feels like a real luxury transfer based off the next four fixtures still being pretty good for Pickford given I don't have to play him in game week five but if I ever get to a point where I'm actually like I don't need a second transfer I've got a spare transfer Pickford out is definitely something I'm considering. And finally, the last thing I could potentially do is actually sell a defender. Now, I'm pretty happy with my defenders, but there are a couple of things that I could do. Saliba could go, or actually I could sell Kabore of Luton Town, given that I have the money in the bank, and just get a stronger back five. Saliba does, of course, have Manchester United at home and Tottenham at home in game weeks four and game week six as well which is a little bit of a concern, but Everton and Burnley, although they're both away in their next four, he could potentially start in there for me. I could downgrade him, and there are, I think, three defences that we've spoken about a lot. Rico Henry, we could go on. I could go with Flecken in goal. I could add Rico Henry in my defence. Gusto at Chelsea looks really nice, 4.1 million. Reese James might be back, though, after the international break, which means Gusto will be, you know, a bit of a rotation. Iris there probably won't start, but we know that Reese James gets injured a lot, so it might not be too long before he's back starting for Chelsea as well. And the final one is Botman. Now, the fixtures straight away for Botman are not great, but I know I'm going to want Newcastle assets in my team from about game week six, if not game week seven. I could just downgrade Saliba to him now, given I'm actually not going to start Saliba in two of the next three game weeks anyway, or I could upgrade Kabore up to Botman with the money I've got in the bank. And that's something I spoke about doing last week if I didn't decide to go and bring Jackson into my team. This feels like a transfer I'm definitely going to do at some point. I just don't necessarily think I need to do it going into game week four, given the Botman fixture this week. 
So just to summarize everything that we've spoken about, I'm definitely going to use a transfer in midfield and I'm pretty certain I'm going to sell Martinelli and buy either James Madison, who's currently number one, or Raheem Sterling into my midfield. I will then pretty much definitely use a second transfer this week. That second transfer will either be selling Marcus Rashford and buying the other one of Madison or Sterling. So probably Sterling given I favor Madison as my number one midfield target. If I don't do that, I could just upgrade my striker on the bench, Archer. Even though he's gone to Sheffield United, I don't expect there to be a lot of goals in that for him. And actually bring in Visa and then I could just bench Marcus Rashford for this week anyway and have Visa and have a strong front eight in my team. I could sell Saliba, although he's actually on my bench this week, so I don't really need to do that. Or I could just sell Jordan Pickford. So the most likely scenario is that I actually sell Martinelli and I sell Archer and I bring in Visa and I bring in James Madison. That is my predicted transfer plans. I'm keeping an eye on price changes. Hopefully nothing goes too early this week as there is, of course, still the final week of the transfer window where there will be a lot of deals which could potentially affect some of the transfers that I'm wanting to make. So again, I'm going to try and save my transfers towards later in the week unless there is a lot of price changes happening early on. So prediction that I'll sell Martinelli. He's not look good enough. Go and get Madison, sell Archer, go and get Visa into my team and then probably end up benching Marcus Rashford away at Arsenal. That is my thoughts. Let me know what you're thinking of doing with your team. Is it too rash to sell Martinelli early on? Let me know what you think about my transfer plans in the comment section down below. Please always, 1,000 likes on the video is always the aim. If you haven't already, make sure you've subscribed to the channel as well. Thank you all so much for watching and I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.